This is Katie B, and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast. Now the show is called The Move Your DNA Podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy. Oh my God, the word just left my head. <laughs> wow, are you me right now? Wait, are you me and I'm you? Let me make up a word. In Morocco. No, oh, perfect. Great, great word. I'm roaming. I'm roaming. Welcome to the Katie Says Podcast, where Danny Hemet and Katie Bowman talk about movement, the tiny details, the larger issues, and why movement matters. I'm Katie Bowman, biomechanist and author of Move Your DNA and author of Move Your DNA and Movement Matters, which just became a bestseller. Oh, no way. Someone just screenshot, sent me a screenshot of the Amazon bestseller, Movement Matters, before... I was going to say, it's, it's not, not even pub like... date is not even yeah. technically done yet. So, yeah. So, I feel like at what point do we say... At what point do we say, like, I'm Katie Bowman, biomechanist and author of Movement Matters, as opposed to Move Your DNA? So, I is it bestseller know. status, or it's just because we have to pick one title? Do we have to? No, how about this? I'm Katie Bowman, and that's really all that matters. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> everything else... I like that. ...that you do or whatever is just... I don't know. I feel like I'm more interested in my behavior than my title. So I'd like to strip my titles for this episode. So hi, I'm Katie. Oh, do I get my title? You can do whatever you want, girlfriend. Okay. All right. Because I haven't written any bestsellers yet. And I'm Danny Hemet, a chronically curious movement teacher. And I'm a chronically curious movement teacher who happened to be in hoobity doobity while you were having what looked like a very unique launch party for this bestseller, Movement mm -hmm. Matters. And I couldn't be there. You got to tell me about it. It was pretty great. I had uh, Martin from Soft Star Shoes, which is a company that I really love. And I invited him, him personally, because I just, I really like him. He's such a cool guy. And he wrote such a great blog post about the event because he works in minimal footwear. So he's like, my life is kind of like this. It doesn't matter if you're going to a personal party or a work party. It's like, hi, I'm Martin. Nice to meet you. What do you do? Oh, I work for Soft Star. Great. What's that? Oh, it's a... Handmade shoe company. We make minimal shoes. What are minimal shoes? And then he explains it. And, and, and then immediately it's like, oh, well, I can't wear minimal shoes. I got, you know, I have a stiff, I have to have support and all this stuff. And then he goes into the, this big explanation about, you know, support coming from within the muscles. That's his script, right? We all have scripts that we sure. follow. So imagine going to a party, my party for Movement Matters, where every single person is wearing minimal shoes or no shoes at all. What do you do? He was like, it's like my whole shtick was gone. It's like, hi, I'm Martin. <laughs> I work for Soft Stars. Oh, Soft Stars. I love Soft Stars. He's like, it was like being a celebrity. That's so, cool. Yeah. So it was just kind of that. It was just as I wanted the embodiment of the book where. How so? It was the embodiment of Movement Matters in that one, it was a party outside in a natural setting where. The ocean was off to a distance. We were in the rolling California hills. There was eucalyptus trees for some magical reason. It was warm and sunny all day and no clouds. Uh -huh. So the stars and the moon and the hawks. I mean, when well, I, I saw drove, a, I saw a picture. And yeah. It looks like you invited some cows, too. And so the second part was that it was on Markegard Farms, which... We're publishing a book by Donaga Markegaard, so we'll be talking about her a lot in the next year to come. She's a wild 
animal tracker. And I first learned about her listening to Diana Rogers podcast on sustainable dish. And she had interviewed her because she, she was, she's from Washington and she was kind of unschooled slash homeschooled slash wilderness school. So it was really neat to meet, meet someone my own age who had gone kind of the path that my kids are on now. Cause it's like, what mm-hmm. are you going to, where are you going to end up? And she ended up, you know, training for years with different Native American and First Nations tribes. And she became, like, she is just the embodiment of someone, you know, connected to the land. And she was a carnivore tracker. Like, she's got all these crazy stories. If you want to, we can link to that episode in the show notes because it's so good. She is talking about tracking wolves and tracking cougar and reading the signs of me. I mean, she's just out there by herself running for 20 miles. You know, oh, it's night. I'm just going to make a debris shelter and sleep out here until I find the pack of wolves tomorrow. You know, just. Wow. And she was tracking them for the scientists who research them who don't know how to find them. So she goes out, finds them. And then so then the scientists can study, you know, whatever they want to study. So anyway, it's her. So she now at my age, they run a CSA CSA of different animals, but mostly beef. And they're doing, they're using a lot of permaculture. They're doing holistic land management that's kind of similar to what the Savory Institute is doing. It's like making land drought resistant through free range grooming. So, uh, did I say grooming? You said Gra- grooming. Grooming is, is grazing I, I'm, and grooming. I'm looking that word up right now. I'm like, oh my God, a word I don't know. What? Grooming. Oh, it's a Katie word. Yeah, it's grazing, <laughs> grazing and roaming together. You're grooming. Give me a home where the buffalo groan. You never heard that song? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. yeah. So it was that. And then I had it set up where the hors d'oeuvre ingredients were there, but you had to assemble your own. You had to move more for your own food. So it, it was this beautiful setting, you know, farm to table. The food was foraged, um, locally foraged or local from, you know, that area. So the party itself really embodied all of those movement matters concepts. And then it was community. It was people who are, who maybe hadn't connected before, but everyone, I mean, there were people making best friends there. People who are like, oh, I didn't know I just met this person. And like, we're going to get together and like make these changes in our community. So it was, it was wonderful. It was like, it's what I imagine big weddings must feel like at the end, like exhausted. I mean, I, I got married you know, on the, on standing on a beach with, with no one or anything. So I, it's like what I imagine that feeling after this huge party that you've planned and you've been giving speeches all night and just connecting with some amazing people. I met Ben. Ben was there. Oh, that, I mean, it's just like, it's killing me. I hope he do, but he is great, but it's killing me. Ben. Because Ben is, he, he means so much. He's even more Mm. it's hard to it's a my husband kind of nailed it on the head it's like you know what you don't get from you know there's limited contact that you have with ben it's mostly through a picture one facebook post and he came on he is he's powerful like it's just it's oozing from him in that i mean it's definitely charisma but it's directed politicized charisma like it's i don't know it's just amazing just a just a shiny really great human and so it was really nice to hang out with him and and then otto was there 
And this is probably everyone's like, who auto our BFF auto. And so we took a picture, you know, to text Danny like, sorry, you're not here tonight. But yeah. Hey, I never got that text. Auto, send me that text. Exactly. So yeah, it was great. Great overall. Wish you could be there. But next time, next time we will have another another book, please. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. It's on you. It's on you now. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, everything's been going on. It's been crazy. And you and I just were talking and thought it would be cool to do a podcast on stress. Yeah. For no reason, you know. <laughs> no no reason. No just reason cause, at all. Just cause. Well, I've been getting a lot of tweets and emails and messages that, like, one of the things that's bringing me great comfort right now is reading Movement Matters. That's in so this, cool. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, and I totally get it. It's, it's, it's what has made me feel really good and really calm over the last week or so is just focusing on 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 how movement like the importance of movement in uncertain times right right well and we're moving into a really stressful normal time the holidays where people get kind of worked up and stressed out and it's just compounded by the additional stress of politics and friendship so it's like it's and, yeah it's, it's just yeah. about the everyone like when everyone right. when your whole community is like flipped up and around, even if it's not in your direct home, even if you yourself are, you know, cool with how everything is when everyone else around you is an mm-hmm. upheaval, that itself is stressful. So it it's can like, be felt for sure. Of course. I don't think everyone, I don't think anyone feels warm and shiny right now. Right. No. And, and, and we love, you know, the people in our community and in our family and we want everyone and ourselves like, so movement and that movement and and unrest. How do we apply all the things that we already know to this particular time? So we're talking about all of it. Right. Any any time. This applies to any time, but specifically. Well, I, I don't know. Have you ever like you're you're pretty optimistic. You know, you're very positive and you're always you're always going forward. That's kind of just you're marching forth. That's how you work. And I'm like relentlessly optimistic, but it's yeah, I felt really low the last week or so. But what always helps me feel better, no matter what's going on in my life, is just being proactive. Yeah. Like like nothing pulls you out of any funk better than just, like, let's do something. We got to do something. And I, I actually don't think of myself as, like, an, I'm not an optimistic person by nature. I'm a move forward person by nature. You really nailed me in that sentence. This meaning because <laughs> I'm just constantly seeking activity and where I can be active, it doesn't really give me much time to ruminate or feel badly about the situation, which doesn't mean I'm not trying to solve issues. It just means that I'm just taking action. Like that's just my, that's my nature, I guess, if you will. So that's what we're going to talk about that. Let's talk about how to do it. Part of what I like about you, we are in an uncertain times. Let's just talk about the, there's different kinds of movement. Let's talk about ways movement can reduce stress well okay so there's the obvious ones what i call like the health magazine ones you know like (laughs) park farther away from the doorways to where you're going you know like that's the obvious one so clearly if you are stressed go take a walk yes Mm -hmm. like we can all agree that instead of like if you're just feeling tense and scared go find a safe place to take a walk and that's i think maybe that's maybe something that we haven't said before if you're feeling nervous about where you are, go find a safe space and walk there. Right. 
you know, add that extra bit of give yourself that little extra bit of care. So mm-hmm. definitely do that. Um, it's kind of the stuff that we've already said, like screen free, yeah, reduce like, social media, but I think breaking it down, breaking it down. So totally. Like- no, we're not. We're not going like, hey, we already said this before. Follow. We are right. just going to take things <laughs> that we've already said before and show you how they adapt to yeah. many situations. If, so if you want less stress, listen to every podcast. Ever exactly. Ever Starting now. Your answers. Starting now. <laughs> yes. No, but no. just like there's like you said, a safe space. So maybe you're with relatives and, you know. Weird stuff happens at like Thanksgiving or discussions, and exactly. it's totally cool. You, either you can all take a walk because sometimes that will divert things. You mm-hmm. know, you're looking at trees or whatever, or you can just say, "Oh man, I you know I got to go for a walk," uh, and it's better than than freaking out or getting mad or anything. It's just it's reset. It's always the reset button yeah. is walking and movements common ground. I I wrote a whole mm-hmm. post. I wrote a post called 21 ways to move more for your holiday meal, for your holiday whole situation. Go look at that because maybe no holiday before have you wanted to occupy people with movement <laughs> to avoid to avoid like discussions. It's like, you know what? Let's play you know, we have all kinds of different things like, you know, have a, have a standing soup course, right? No one's standing around sitting in your anyone's face if you feel like Oh my gosh, to have all these people at one table is stressing me out. Get rid of the table. You know what I mean? Like now more than ever is a chance for you to stack it. Stack it means you can do the same thing, which is have a holiday, host a holiday at your home, but you can do it differently. Mm -hmm. You do not have to feel like it all has to be, you know, all 12 or 20 or five or whatever people sitting and staring at each other unhappily, you know, like just change it up going like, we're going to do, I'm getting us a mug of soup and we're going to do our first starter just kind of out and about or outside. Just change something, change the environment. We talked about going for a walk. What about just going outside? Just step outside, step outside to cool off, warm up, whatever you want to do, feel okay. Stepping outside or stepping away from your computer. Right. So I I think that now is a really great time to it's a little tricky because you want to stay informed now. Sure. I think that's super important. So maybe never better a time to delineate between when you are engaging actively in staying informed through credible sources, whatever that means to you. Versus when you are engaging online for emotional support to feel heard versus when you don't know what else to do and you're going online. Right. So that third category, you could probably not go online for that third category because hopefully we'll have given you enough other things to do when you're turning to the Internet simply because you don't know what else to do and you might not be nourished from what you find there. As yeah. nourished as you could be from these other things. So so that, that's why that's a little different. It's not screen free week. It is to pay attention to your motivations. So um, I think those three. Can you think of anything else outside those three categories with with the screen time? Well, with the, yeah, with respect yeah, to yeah. why you're For me, tuning in. I I re kind of rerouted or cleaned house. Um, and so. I'm choosing, like, to stay informed, I want to know what positive things people are doing. So I've kind of changed my feed, my social media feed, to be about positive movements. 
Hmm. And activism, because for me, that bolsters, you know, that's a community that I want to be a part of. Yeah. Um, and instead of feeling defeated, it's very, oh my God, the word just left my head. <laughs> wow, are you me right now? Wait, are you me and I'm oh you? Gosh, let me make up a word. No, oh, empowering. Great, great, great word, I'm Katie. Groaming. Great I'm word. groaming, groaming. No, but that's, I've just kind of just shifted it a little bit. Yeah. Instead of getting frustrated, I am trying to empower, you know, my activism with that. Um, and simple, simple activism. Right. Like, I love that you just said cleaning house. So like you're out taking a walk because you want to clear your head. Everyone has issues that they're concerned about, whether they're personal safety, human rights, environmentalism, economics, like it. There's no right or wrong issues. There's just the right. things that you personally are concerned with. So can you merge your walk with those things? Like if environment is like really freaking you out when you're on your walk, pick up trash, mm-hmm. right? Like you're cleaning it up. Like you, you already solved a problem. You, you can't change the whole world in a minute, but you can clean up your local area in a moment and you can use your own personal body to do it. So right. That's a great, and look for anything else. You had some really great ideas. Like if you're thinking about diversity or I'm feeling so divided or not part of a community, ask, ask someone to go with you right on your like walk just to be bond with someone else. If there's someone else who, you know, needs someone to walk with, to feel safe, maybe you feel perfectly safe right now, but someone else doesn't, you know, let's like, let's walk together, you know, just does that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if you just can't find anybody you pick up garbage and just kind of list things like make it part of your habit. It's just to list things that you're grateful for and notice things. Yeah. Notice things. That's the nice thing about going out. Nature's nature a fantastic is, diversion. Just fantastic. Yeah. But if you're stuck, if you feel like you're stuck in urban with no nature, you have to start looking at smaller bits. You're not going to see a forest behind your house. If you live in Philadelphia, but you will see dandelions mm-hmm. with all of their strength poking up through the cement, and you have to pay attention to those. That is that is the nature where you have chosen to live. So relish in it, observe it, notice it, because when you are aware, you're really not engaging in that other headspace as much as like that's what being grateful is all about. So pay attention, look for it, look for right. abundant beauty in nature wherever you are, no matter where you are. Right. And if you're feeling particularly stressed, just a quick tip, go out with minimal outerwear and, oh, and literally, like, oh. like literally cool down. I mean, but there's something about it. being cold yes. that just removes stress. I don't know what it is, but it just works. Just take off without your coat and, mm. you know, hit the trail. And I bet you'll notice a tremendous difference in your levels of, you know, being freaked out and just cool down, you know. Part of our parenting practice are cold plunges. Part of our family practice is cold plunges, as you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, we have one particular hothead in our family. And no, it's not me. And it's kind of like when the be- we behavior gets irrational, it's like time for a cold shower, time for a cold shower. And this unnamed person will get a cold shower. And it's turned into the just the word cold shower is enough to tune into their behavior. And then the cold (laughs) shower happens. And then afterwards, like everyone's laughing, everyone's soaked. But my husband himself, he was had to pull the car over just in this has been kind of stressful. Everything's just heightened and everyone's kind of picking up on the stress. It was like, dad's got to go in the river. And we just all said we were all feeling okay, but he wasn't. So we all just sat by while he 
jumped in and came out, he's like, oh, it's gone, right? Because you're taking action, whether it is a physiological removal of heat Mm -hmm. or it's the the emotional state of heat or the fact that as in movement matters, you know, noticing that like you can't really, really, you can't really, really, you cannot really separate things in nature just like in the same way that you would separate them in an investigation. They happen at the same time. So you went in the water feeling one way, you come out feeling different. And yeah, if you're not willing to commit, then just go out without a jacket. Right. That's cool. All right. More ways. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -uh. Uh, See, I don't Um, even know I do it. That's my gift. That's mm -hmm. like, that has Mm -hmm. to be my greatest gift to mankind is. Take pun action. You take pun action all the time. (laughs) All right. Anything else? You also mentioned sleep. Sleep, 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 and sleep. You deserve sleep. Make your sleep happen. Well, especially when, you know what? There, there's a particular mind space you get into when you're on the computer late at night. And it's like almost like a desperate look for things to like, oh. it's like, just like your kids, when they don't get enough sleep, if you have kids or yourself, you get a little like, without sleep like Mm -hmm. that's not a good time to be informing yourself new and looking for support like we're informing you right now that sleep might be your best friend right Mm -hmm. now so go to bed go listen go look to turn off the internet like don't only turn off your computer turn off the internet like just take a big step to say i'm choosing right now to nourish Mm -hmm. and and then um I don't know. What else? Anything else yeah. in, our, in our general? Yes. Well, meditation. Yeah. We've talked about it before. We are always constantly working on it, but there's just so many like free things you can do to teach yourself meditation. If you don't know how, you know, to keep yourself on track and there's people you can ask to help you that are, you know, people that meditate, they're so willing to teach others how to do that because they understand what that means to be able to do. Um, and I think, You know, now, if you don't meditate, now might be a great time to pick it up. Yeah. That's a biggie. I'm a particular fan of Headspace because that keeps me on track and really has taught me a lot. And also, you had one that was really good. You know, sometimes you can't take off into the woods, like you said. But just give yourself 20 minutes or an hour to do a class. You know, a movement class. An actual just movement therapy. Like, I'm going to focus on something else. Yeah, nourish yourself. It's just the same thing. You know, if you're not, you are taking, you are processing a lot more information than you are right now because it's, everyone's a little bit heightened and it's coming at you fast and you're like, I can't read everything and it's stressful. Like, what if there's something happening that I'm not, not aware of or I'm not meeting someone's needs or friends? So just sometimes just setting 20 minutes aside, turn everything off and move a little bit, go take a class, go just invest in a little bit in yourself and see how you feel when you come out the other side. Probably pretty good, I bet. Yeah. I'll wager that. All right, so that's like movement, you know, movement, movement as a form of relief. You know, I'm steamed, I'm gonna go out for a walk. Movement that metabolizes chemicals, that course through your bloodstream and you feel better. But I know that... You've written this book, so you've got a lot more to say about utilizing movement as a tool when everything around us, the social currents, are moving in you know, a distressing to us direction. Yeah. And so I think maybe one of the reasons I feel so relaxed right now is 
I feel like I've been identifying for myself over the last year or two that the social currents around me are distressing. That was before anything else was Mm -hmm. happening. I was just, you know, outside my own regular life. Like, my life was fine. My day-to-day, don't be on the podcast, go to school, be with my family. That was all great. But when I was paying attention to where the comforts of my life were coming from, I found that I myself was engaging in behavior that I myself would say that was not the type of behavior I was engaging. Like I was malaligned because I was uninformed about what it took for my life to be so comfortable. So because I've already, I would say, become aware that there's a lot of unacceptable things to me happening right now regarding human rights, my community, the environment, that I'd already started a plan, right? Like basically... I already had, I had an emergency plan for just this. And so it didn't feel as like an emergency to me because I had already started working solidly against so many of the things. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, duck and cover. You practice duck and cover enough times. (laughs) Then when the the building starts shaking, it's just kind of like, oh, I was already going under the chair to put my hands on my head. So that's awesome. So it's this other idea of movement. Like one of the things that I love about Movement Matters is It shows you how to be an activist, literally, by directly reclaiming previously outsourced movement. The fact that you can take action against so many of the issues that you're feeling, you know, worried about, you yourself can be could could be compounding those problems just through a lack of awareness of of what your life is really based upon. So That's the kind of movement that I think as people were reading, they're like, oh, I realize like I can improve human rights simply by doing this and not doing that. And so. Right. Well, it definitely counters the overwhelm. I think that you can feel reading that book at first. Now it's it's like this fantastic, you know, guidebook. Yeah. And who, who knew? Like who knew that it would come out right at this time? Like to me, it was a book about global, the impact of global movement. But we can scale it right down to national if you want to. Katie Thomas. What? I don't get that. Like Nostradamus, Katie Thomas, no. You know, you're not the only one that can make up words. Nostra, oh, is that about the nose? <laughs> no, oh. about the future, you know. Yeah. You have this great book that comes out and we need it. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. But it's just this idea. I was like, you know, look at your movement in the world. Well, you can just start looking at it in your family, in your community, whatever scale feels right to you. So What are some types of movements that people can do right now that will better them directly, but also affect some of these larger issues? So PMS, does everyone have PMS? Working on it. So that is your personal mission statement. And if you can listen to two, maybe two shows ago, I don't even know. Whatever. Yes. Just go look yeah, for the yeah. PMS show. Three, show. three shows ago. Yeah. And then also it's in, it's in Movement Matters. But this is a really good time right now to have a personal or a family mission statement and to look at all the, the choices and the actions that you do. We talk about, you know, vote with your dollars. Like, I mm-hmm. think vote with your dollars has been a good, like, no matter how you feel about the outcomes of, you know, the current political scene, like the reality is, I shouldn't say the reality, the additional facts are where you put your money changes how things happen. So, 
you have to really take a good, like you might. So for example, a big issue that I am very concerned with is the pipeline, mm-hmm. North Dakota. Today, the day that we're recording is the big everyone please take action day. We're trying to figure out if we can actually go to North Dakota later this month. But tonight we are driving to Seattle, which is a few hours away to join the the peaceful protest or the, you know, the sit in there. Mm-hmm. But I saw a great article about, you know, at the at the end of the day or the beginning of the day or the middle of the day, the banks are the ones that are giving the funding. If these are one of your right. banks, you could take your you could not directly fund it. Like right now, I'm directly funding it because my bank's on the list. But let them know when you leave. Make, well, that's the thing. Sure. It's, it's not and they're so great. Like it's like here's all the letters you can write. Here's the person in mm-hmm. charge of making this decision. Email them. So it's like here's the amount that I'm taking. And I'm putting it over here, you know, so it's just one of those another decision that it's hard to think through everything. But in times of I don't want to say in times of crisis, in times when what is happening finally caught your attention is probably more what's going on when the focus just happened to move in front of your face is the time when you can then check your alignment, right. you know, if you will, on everything. So that was a really great way. Like no one has to drive or go anywhere. Right. They could simply go, I don't want my funding to go here. So that's why you vote with your dollars. But I think at this point, you vote with your awareness. Right. Be so cool to be able to go to the mm-hmm. North Dakota pipeline and say, you know, and help protest. But if you can't, and then you can do things like pull your money from people that support it, you know, pull your support and you can support those who are protesting, like sure. our neighborhood just organized a big thing where we're taking all the winter clothes and mm-hmm. somebody's driving them up there from Colorado yeah. so that, you know, there's like they have winter clothes, so they can stand there. And that's, you know, there's so many different ways to be an activist. How about just having a party and introducing the idea to your? I mean, there's a great there are some great lists about here's some ways that you can take action. So many people don't even know to just have your friends over and look at, read the things online together. And when someone has a question, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm sure that can't be right. Cause X and Y is like, let's look it up. Right. Like, let's do it right now together to make sure that the, that the skepticism isn't, isn't really just in action in disguise. Right. You want to make sure that your skepticism is the next question you're driven to rather than what shuts you then down just walking from asking away. another yeah, question. Totally. Right. So that's, so that's, that's the difference between <laughs> skepticism and in, and inactivism or sedent, sedentary, whatever the sedentary equivalent is to skepticism. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I like, you came up with the ACT. Is that your acronym? Or? That's, that's not mine. I've read that a few days ago, but it's, it's like a PM, you know, it's, you're, you're taking action about what you need. You just, yeah, you're shocked, but you accept a accept reality, which is you just you have to accept, okay, this is what's happening, and then you create a vision and then you take action. A C T. It's kind of like I wonder if we could do a sh- if everyone right now if they're feeling particularly stressed instead of trying to do a PMS to sort out their entire life, you could just write down on paper, not on Facebook, but like with your own, with the same amount of attention that you'd right. give a personal mission statement. It's like, what are, what are things that are really bothering you about what, what do you imagine is like the, the thing to happen, you know? And so for an example, senior care, elder care, yeah. 
that's a big one. Like that's mm-hmm. something that I am concerned with. So rather than just feel like, oh my gosh, you know, like what's going to happen? Blah, 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 I'm like, hold on. I have an elder in my life that I could be taking better care of rather than being on the internet feeling badly that there's not better senior care. I could actually just be doing senior care myself. Like right, I could be doing right. it. And so I had done a post, you know, about I, I have, I make dinner on Sunday for, you know, my dad or both my parents and, and then we get together and we hang out for a few hours and, it's vitamin community, right? So it's right. the stacked version, right? It's not just dropping off a single thing, but it's like sharing space, stories, experience, watching, you know, my kids, you know, he's talking, he's telling my kids all these crazy yeah, stories. Cool. And they're, I mean, so it's like, it solves so many issues. Now this one isolated parsed thing, senior care was really about gratitude, respect, it was so much deeper than just senior care, you know, like right. this this nebulous thing, like, oh, I don't want horrible senior care. It's like, I enriched my life. My life got better. My family's life got better. His life got better. Where we got the ingredients from our meal got better. You know, it just, it's very holistic, but right. taking action is really, I think, the thread through all these things that we're talking, like taking well, action. And it's, you're not waiting yeah. for policy, you know, and even if you don't yeah. have a senior an elder in your, you know, near in your life, you can do things like, you know, go, go across the street and offer to rake the seniors leaves for them, or just say, Hey, do you want to come on a walk with me? How often does that happen? And yeah. then you're not waiting on policy to do bad or good things. You're just taking action for, you know, for your concerns right then and there. So, well, and then move your DNA. There was a sentence that that, you know, I wrote it a long time ago that just kind of popped up into my head, which is, you know, for a culture to perpetuate one particular culture, it requires that we view change as something that happens on a large scale first, brought about by government institutions and policies rather than what change actually is, which is the transition over time of many people making small changes in habit. So, you know, you you can change, like you right. can change what's going on. And the more it's a collective, you know, cultural thing, you know, you've, you know, you're, you're talking about like kindness right now, focusing on, I like that you had suggested engaging for social movements in kindness. You know, like if you're, if like you're worried about like hatred and fear, like yeah. find the movement. Yeah. Jill, somebody like started this thing and put me on, they just like put, me as a member of this Facebook page, and it was 1,460 days of kindness. And people just post, like they're going out of their way to do good things. And then they post about it. And I always get annoyed when people are like, hey, here's my meal. But when I read about somebody like helping somebody out, that's huge. That just Mm. feels so good. And I'm so keyed into that page right now, because if I feel in any way down or defeated, I just, you just got to look. It's that old Mr. Rogers thing. You ever read that or that little bit that he would get stressed watching bad things on the news and his mother would say, just look for the helpers because there's always someone helping. And that was the way that he could tackle the stress and fear. But it works for grownups too. just look for the helpers and be one of the helpers. Yeah, great. I mean, go help. Go help. Now, keep in mind, the best kind of help is help that also helps you, right? Because it's like, if you aren't able to regenerate your physicalness, you can't go on being a helper. So you Mm -hmm. really need to make sure that your version of help doesn't deplete you. Right. 
but actually restores, rejuvenates, and nourishes you. Well, like Ben. 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 Gosh, I love Ben. Who's Ben? Ben? Ben. You know, he started walking just for Ben, but then he realized, he started to notice the world around him more. Became aware. He He became became aware. aware. And then he was walking and distributing the sandwiches that he made to people that needed it. And then he walked to raise a whole bunch of money for kids in Canada. And that's a fantastic example because Ben's still walking. So Ben's taking care of Ben, but he's also taking care of a lot of other people too. He is. So volunteer. Ben, come to Boulder. Come on, Ben. I know. Just come to Boulder. <laughs> just walk on just, over, Just ben. walk on over and let's go for some hikes. Come on, man. So. Yeah, helping, quick. but that's helping yourself. Or walking dogs at a shelter, you know? Well, it's they just, need I mean, it, there's. need it. Exactly. I mean, there's a whole, I've talked about activism in this book. Like, there's nothing wrong with with activism where, you know, you're giving money or moving things or, or moving things around. That's great. It's just that there's this whole other element where activism, where every move you do can essentially be a political statement, right? Mm. Vote with your body. Yes. Maybe drop casting a ballot might be the most sedentary form of voting there is. It's a very short, single blip, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to you could be moving all the time in a way that communicates your values, your contribution, et cetera. So right. just vote, vote. With your movement. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, there's, I bet you in your parks department, your local parks department, they take volunteers all the time, you know, because they're underfunded. And so yeah. volunteer there. And then you're outside, you're moving and you're helping show value, show that you value, you know, something that might be in trouble. Well, you're also caring for, mm-hmm. right? And like if you're worried about someone else giving money or funding to care for, but you yourself are not actively caring for that's one place you can get into better alignment, right? You know, I think we think that the responsibility is coming. Like if you are a figure within a large group, you sometimes think that the responsibility is of the large group. And we forget sometimes that we could be taking more responsibility with our own physicality. So for things that you care about, go take care of them. Mm -hmm. And if everyone just did that, I think that... Well, it doesn't matter what everyone else does. It matters right. what you do. Right. It matters how say, you worry feel. Worry about yourself. Right. Yeah. Just that's... worry. Just and don't even worry. Just take action. Yeah. Just just pay attention to what you yourself are doing. So, hopefully, you know, get your friends together, have a soup night. We've already talked about that for building community, but maybe you could even talk about these things to get listen to this podcast together. Right. I mean, my and even goodness, reach why... out to people that aren't in your immediate circle of friends, you know? Exactly. Like, what if you and just also, went down the street and invited the next five houses to a neighborhood soup party? Yes, because it gets very tough once you start limiting contact to mm-hmm. only, to, you know, you, I, I'm like, I've always been, I'm, I'm a, a pretty prominently featured on social media. I've never uninvited, blocked, anyone in my entire career because that's not the best way for me to stay informed are you still there i am i'm just listening yeah sorry (laughs) i was like it's kind of quiet so so and i don't think that like i don't actively go out really looking for any particular altercations but i just i think open or receptive is to the big one you know I, i i appreciate dialogue fortunately I've never felt scared. Right. So that might change, you know, so. Uh, neighborhood suit parties. Neighborhood suit parties. 
Yeah, it's, find, you, don't, you just don't want to isolate. You know, it's always important to there's some, there's some people that might be alone in your community yeah. and more fearful or just feeling alone. You know, and yeah. even if they are don't always agree with you, you know, soup. We could all agree on soup, right? Well, everyone needs to eat. Everyone needs and, to eat. And really, everyone needs to feel connected. So right. if you can appreciate that, politics or holidays aside, if you can just focus on, oh, I can I can offer these nourishments, mm-hmm. no problem. Like, go forth. So if you're into environment or nature, you want more time, just think of, like, this is just a good time to go, you know what? I'm going to build that nature program that I thought about, or I'm going to go volunteer with a nonprofit that matches my ideals, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many different things. Well, and as there's a really ulterior motive for, you know, having a nature school, a nature program for kids is if, if they grow up in it, they're going to care for it. It's yeah. like long-term activism, you know, <laughs> you're getting your kids outside now, but it's, it's making it important to them sure. for later on. It's giving them context. Yeah. All right. So that's that is plenty of suggestions. I hope. Yes. So this is helpful. But we're you're starting something new today. Tell me what you're starting. I am. Okay. We get so many questions, and I want to try this. And here's hoping I can follow through with every show. <laughs> Otto, just make sure I stay honest with this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start to try and ask you one question at the end of each show, and it may have little to do with our topic. Okay, but just we need more, a little more. What do you mean? We never veer. We never veer off topic. We're like the Simpsons that starts off one way and ends up a totally different thing. Okay, are you ready? Yep. I love this question. I'm dying to hear your answer too. All right. Given the scientific evidence on the importance of sleep, if it is a choice between an extra hour of sleep or an hour of movement, which do you choose and why? I like this question. I do too. Probably for a different reason than you like this question. (laughs) I find this question to be an indication. Like, I, I don't find this question. This question doesn't actually exist. I swear it does. I just read it. I know. (laughs) How would you answer? Which one would you choose? I don't you, know. So, I don't know well, because I value You both, have to but choose, I, don't you? Okay, you know what How I'd you say? Choose? You know what I'd say? Yeah. Probably what? sleep. For, for me, I would say, well, but see, I get enough sleep. I don't know. I, I really want to know what you do because I, I don't know how much sleep you get. I, I get a decent amount of sleep because I go to bed early, but I also wake up early so I can walk. Yeah. And I never regret that decision. I never wake up and think, ah, oh, this sucks. I mean, I'm happy to get up. And walk because I got enough sleep. So for me, there's balance. I don't have to choose because there's balance. Well, but I know you walk too in the well, morning, but and it, I don't know how much sleep you get. My approach to this question is about the form of the question itself. The question itself is ve- is very telling. This question, the situation is when someone actually perceives that they have an hour of one or the other that you have two options and neither one of the options is sufficient. Do you know why this is pertinent? I'm going to just let you read between the lines here right now. This question, the assumptions is that you can have one or the other, that there's not another option. And it's because we keep reducing our choices to this one. See, now you know why I let you ask this question. How long before I learn all this? How long? Really? (laughs) 
exists. It's thank, just like, thank God you teach me every time I would we never, do this. Thank you. Thank I you. would never ask myself this question. My mm. question is, what do you need? Go get yourself what you need. Wow. Stop. Stop telling yourself that you can pick a little bit healthy this way or a little bit healthy that way. Get all of it. You don't have to get all of it today. But like this question is like trying to it's to it's to set up an uh, it's to set up a false situation. That's not the case. You do not have to pick one or the other. You have picked all of it. You've set up your entire life. You've made all of decisions for your life. If you want them both, then change the way you're deciding to do things and get them both. You're good. This is brought to you by Tony Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, it's just that like that's how when I read that question, I was like this question, this this you're asking. There's no answer to this question. There is no answer to this question. Like it's a it's an unanswerable question. And when you set your life up with a series of unanswerable questions, you're not going to be reaping the rewards that, you know, frankly, you you could be executing your freedoms to reap. Dang, that's good. That's the end of our podcast on stress. Who that's our anyway. Awesome. Let that let that mole. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good? Can we go it's outside now? So good. Let's go. We're good. All right. Well, we wish everyone well. And also, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening all the time. Danny, just thank you for all that you do. You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, for, mo- for more information, books, and online classes, you can find me outside for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm no just kidding. taking some time off <laughs> the internet. You know, just <sighs> go be. Go be. And what about you? You can find Danny Hemet at. Yeah. I'm going to be outside too, but if you she's miss moving. Me on... <laughs> yeah, she's moving her body better. Uh-huh. Sometimes.com, but every day, all day long, she's just moving her body better. That's oh, it. yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Hopefully, you find the general information in this podcast informative and helpful, but it is not intended to replace medical advice and should not be used as such. Thank you.